that video that I, I showed you of the DoorDash guy. Mm-hmm. So the guy delivers a $20 pizza, right? Mm-hmm. Gets a $5 tip, which is a 25% tip on a $20 pizza, right? Okay. Sits there and says, you know, wow, it's a nice house for a $5 tip. Mm-hmm. She literally just said, thank you. And he just responded, F you back. Well, he lost his job. Hmm. So the thing is, is like, who doesn't realize every delivery that you make when it's DoorDash, Uber Eats or any of those, right? That most of the houses that you're going to are going to have ring or something like it. Yeah. And what did he think was going to be the end result of that? Like, I don't know. You know, I've said this one before. Like, I, I hate. Okay. Do we tip people at McDonald's? No. Okay. So why do we tip people at Starbucks? They don't do anything more than people at McDonald's do. Yeah. Right? I mean, people who delivery drive, like, here's the thing for delivery drivers. I think, personally, no matter what you order, you should be looking at five bucks for a tip. Mm-hmm. Because it doesn't matter whether you order $100 worth of food or $500 worth of food or $20 worth of food. It's still the same distance, same time, right? Yeah. And you bringing me my food at the same speed and same time, knowing that you're probably not even the person who made it. Mm-hmm. So what do I care about giving you extra money for, for what it is? Yeah. It's just, just, so this guy, five bucks for a $20 pizza and had the freaking wherewithal to be so salty and such a little dick about it. Mm-hmm. Like, I honestly, I'd be like, you know what? I'm, I, and I don't usually like when people get fired over things like that, but I'm glad he got fired. Yeah. So, and you, you got saved today. I did. You did. And I'll talk about it here in just a second. First, I'm going to say welcome to the Afternoon Dive on the Stupid Podcast on Everything, or I'm Joey. I'm Nikki. And we talk about everything because everything's stupid. So, um, tomorrow, I'm going to take you out to lunch. Okay. Okay. So today I took uh, Kiki out to lunch, mm-hmm. and little little frustrating because I, the only thing I had in my head was that I wanted to take you both to lunch separately, to some place that we haven't been yet. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I told her, okay, you get to pick number one, or as I, I told her number one, as we were coming up to it, I said, and it's a uh, Pita Hut, this new Pita place mm-hmm. that opened on July first, right? And I said you can have this, or you can have number two. Right. Mm-hmm. And she goes, oh, I would li- I'd rather have number two. It's like, OK, so I took her over to number two and number two, which is going to be I, I already have two for you for tomorrow. So I'm not okay. worried about this. this is number one for your two tomorrow um, is the barbecue place over by Bell's because they haven't eaten there oh, yet. Okay. OK, the one over by Chicken Express. Yeah. And so I take her over there and she gets all quiet and shut down. And I go, I already know what this is going to be. And I'm like, what? And she goes, I'd rather have number one. I was like, of course you would. You know, like just frustrated about that. But whatever. It is what it is. Boy, that was a mistake. So we got back over there and they have wraps, pitas, salads, and there was something else. Oh, rice bowls. Mm-hmm. And then you so you choose which of those you want. She got the wrap and I got the salad. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you choose your meat and then you get the gyro or you get the... Um, the shawarma, right? And we both chose the gyro because we like gyro. This is a family that likes gyro, yeah. right? And so we went and we got we got the gyro, and we get all of our stuff. And at the end, I asked for a fork, 
And the guy looks around and goes, okay, yeah, just give me a second. It's like, okay. So he goes sit down and she's, you know, we get sat down and got uh, some eggplant and the eggplant was good. Um, they have signature pitas, which just come in a package. So I don't know why they would even call them signature pitas unless that was the brand of the, the packaged mm-hmm. pitas. Right. And uh, the guy says nothing. He's looking around, says nothing, and then leaves saying nothing. And I'm like, and then another lady, she comes in, she orders, and she asks for a fork. And the other guy that's there says, oh, uh, we actually don't have any forks right now. Our guy's out there getting it. But nobody said anything to me at this point, made eye contact with me, or done jack squat. So mm-hmm. I'm sitting here while she's eating this mediocre thing while I'm taking a spoon to the eggplant dip, you know, which, I, again, I said was good. Mm-hmm. The falafel was this puck. It was very dark in color. It was not green fluffy happiness it mm-hmm. was very dark green and you know it was a puck and i was like okay and you know overall just not impressed the guy comes back finally and i'm not kidding when i say this about 25 minutes later the guy comes back mm-hmm. and i'm like okay so do you give me my fork nope didn't even make eye contact with me Literally put the forks in there and walked in the back all the whole time on a cell phone. I was like, wow, okay, I'm done. Mm-hmm. I'm absolutely done. I'm GTing FO. And it's like, and we tasted it. Their tzatziki sauce. Mm-hmm. You can't even tell there's cucumber in it. Hmm. It just tastes like yogurt. And I'm like, okay, well, maybe they're new. I'll give them a couple of months and try them again. But I wasn't about to end that way. I, I went over to Pronto's. Yeah. <laughs> and I went and got a euro. Told the guys there. I'm like, yeah, I just ordered from these guys. The whole experience was just negative. And they, they you know... They hooked us up like they always do. Yeah. They're always awesome. So, you know, service is just hit or miss so bad anymore, right? Mm-hmm. Like, okay, we went to when we went to Asian City. How do you feel like the service was? It was really good the last time, right? Yeah. Okay, and it's like, and it was like awesome because it was a new girl. Yeah. Right, and she was new, and I, I, she'd served me once before when I took Lily and Tabby there, mm-hmm. but you hadn't been there, and they have, they have, everybody's new. So when I went to get Man. the sushi rice for the hand ra- wraps, uh, mm-hmm. she told me everybody's everybody is new. She cleared Dang. house, so didn't want to say why because there were a bunch of customers right there. But I'm I'm going with hmm, who stole what, mm. you know? And uh, so yeah, cleared house. Nobody's there for lunch or dinner that that we know anymore. That's crazy. So you know, and I'm like okay. <laughs> And then she was we, she was sitting there talking and she's like, you know, talking about me marketing and, and I was talking about it. And I'm like, let me write everything up exactly what I would do and what I would charge you for it, because you need to do it. You need to be nice and busy. This is kind of this mm-hmm. is just crazy at this point. So anyway, but what do you what do you think? OK, what do you think the, the worst service that we've gotten is if you could think of any? Uh. Like, was there anybody that stood out as just really bad service when you and I would go out like every well because we were on the road <laughs> um, like, who who do you think was the worst I don't know hmm. who do you think was the best I'd, I'd need a lot more time to think about it okay and that's fine you have, you have time because I want to talk about a couple of stories but you know who I miss <sighs> I mm-hmm. miss and this is these guys right I want to make sure I'm right it is. Oh. That's who I miss. Homewood Suites yeah. in, at, at, by Hilton in East Rutherford, New Jersey. Those guys were awesome. This is going to make me sad. What were their names? 
trying to remember all their names. We had our, our very flamboyant guy who was recognizing yeah. me by my phone number. Like, and it wasn't like he recognized me by my phone number because it said he recognized my number because he was like, the, he said it. He says, there's no zeros or ones in your phone number. <laughs> and I was like, okay. And he's like, so your, your, your phone number spells word. And I said, yes, it does. And so I told him what the word was. And so every time he'd saw it, he was just like, yeah, oh, yeah. Man, I don't remember hey, his Mr. name. Hey, Mr. Joey. Yeah, but he was the greatest. Yeah. Like, we met him. We met his boyfriend. We, yeah. like, um, the other guys that were there. They were all just everybody the, there. There was a one guy. He was a little weird. There was a one guy who was a little creep. Yeah. You know, he was a little creep because he's like, oh, you're here with two girlfriends. Wow. Hey, what do I got to do to get in that action? I'm like, not working a hotel. Yeah, he, not, he none was. Of, none of, and he kept trying to push the other guys out. Yeah. You know, and I was like, uh, that's never going to. Cameron was our guy that we liked. That was the guy that we called. That's right. Yeah. So Cameron was awesome. Cameron, if you're still there and happen to be listening to our, our little podcast, um, you're still awesome. Mm-hmm. We absolutely love you. And uh, oh, the other guy that was there, it was just as awesome. I want to say it was Jordan or something like that. But that sounds right. I think it's Jordan. So Cameron and Jordan, I think it was them. And those guys were great. They yeah, were absolutely, absolutely great. And I will tell everybody this. Number one, if you're going to book a hotel, and you think you're going to save money, understand that you're going to end up with the cheapest rooms going through like one of the, the hotel sites and things like that, because that's all they're doing is they're just selling the rooms that weren't sold. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but with these guys, and I won't say these guys specifically, I'll just say that a habit that people should get into the habit of doing is you check in on the hotel. And even if you use the hotel sites, mm-hmm. then you go to these guys and you give them 20, 40 bucks. Right. And then that's how you learn that the Homewood Suites in uh, East Rutherford, New Jersey, has jacuzzi tubs and apartment-style suites, right? Mm -hmm. And it was like three days we were there, didn't spend a lot of money, and it was like, it was amazing. We took the girls, we went to, it was for Fourth of July, which it all just popped up on my my memories for two years ago. I was like, oh, man. No, it's been a while. Four years ago. Four years. I think it was four years ago. That's crazy. And we went to... Yeah, because we were in Sacramento still. Yeah, probably, yeah. Whoa, that's so long ago. Those guys better not be. You guys better not be working there <laughs> after this long. You guys were way, had way, t- way too much potential. But but those guys were all over it. They told us what good sushi places there were. Yeah. It was really funny because we were talking about, oh, yeah, we're going to order from these guys. And they're like, don't do it. Don't do it. Found yeah. out we dodged a bullet with some. I think it was a pita place, wasn't it? It was like, I don't remember. Uh, yeah. And then we were talking about going to the little shopping center behind there. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, yeah, we're going to go to this ramen place. And they're like, don't do that. That ramen place isn't good. We went there anyways. And they were right. That yeah. The ramen place was yeah, not good. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it was so mediocre. No, really. They did not steer no, us wrong. No, no. In fact, we left the ramen place, went back, changed, and went out for sushi. Yeah. Because the ramen place was just, it wasn't, didn't even taste like good. It wasn't even mediocre ramen. It wasn't even pho. Pho was better flavor wise than yeah. this stuff was. So. So, yeah, so that was that was there. But those guys, they they were amazing. And I'm like going through all the pictures right now. I would love it if I saw one of them at a desk, but I'd hate it at the same time. Oh, and Jose, the guy who drove the van and did the maintenance stuff. He was so awesome. He was like, yeah, I know which truck is yours, Mr. Joey. We would have to go park at what it was. About six miles away, four miles away. It was four miles away, but it was. East Rutherford, I swear. If you guys are hearing anything in the background, we've got a dog that we're babysitting that won't stop. Callie! And won't stop scratching and making noise. 
the most annoying, loving thing ever. Um, well, we had to park yet like six miles away, park the truck, mm-hmm. and had to call the little um, shuttle. Yep. That's what it was called, yeah. the hotel shuttle, to come and pick us up. Which is cool because there was one time where, where they're, they're like, oh, our shuttle's not working. And I was like, oh, well, this is Joey's Eleni. And they're like, oh, Mr. Joey. Yeah, uh-huh. no problem. They came out in their personal vehicles to yeah. pick us up. So, yeah, no, those guys, th- those guys, honestly, we literally, we stayed in, in, in Hilton's all over the yeah. place because of them. So, you know, Hilton should know it's because of those guys that we kept staying in those places because they yep. were absolutely amazing. You know, it's, it was, it, they were just, oh, I miss that. I yeah. just, I, I'm telling you so. And uh, so to drop the bomb, um, I did leave earlier today and I, I went to the doctors. Um, he wanted me to come see him. And he wasn't going to be here yesterday. So mm-hmm. um, have me go see him. And uh, I'm down 23 pounds. Mm-hmm. And my body fat is actually down, okay. which he was really happy about. But my blood pressure is staying the same. Um, I explained to him I haven't had a lot of water to drink. He told me uh, yesterday or yeah, yesterday before I came, he goes, well, drink alcohol tonight, you know, because mm-hmm. it's a it's a vasodilator. It'll actually lower your blood pressure. <coughs> Excuse me. And so. I went in today and he goes, did you drink anything last night? And I said, yeah. I said, I had a bunch of Smirnoff zeros. And he goes, I'm sorry. I thought you were a man. And you just told me you had a bunch of malt girly drinks. You had a, and I'm, I'm like, there were zero sugar. And he's like, yeah, he goes, it doesn't matter. <laughs> like, huh. And I was like, oh, okay. So I messed it up, but he was <laughs> like, um, you know, we'll try basically in a month and mm-hmm. I was like okay and so that's what where we're at there but he did say the the progress is better mm-hmm. um he he's like I'm just over the borderline of what he would consider acceptable mm-hmm. he's like so just kind of get that one down and and you know I'll I'll be happy is what it what it came down to and I was like <sighs> okay <laughs> so yeah. you know so I'm just I, I'm just trying I am trying but uh so he, you know, it, it is, it is what it is. He's like, he notices I'm down. He like, I walked in and he goes, oh yeah, you've lost weight. And I was like, yeah. And, and he looked at it and went on scale and he's like, yeah, you've lost 23 pounds. And I'm like, mm-hmm. cool. And, and, uh, he's like, you know, you're drinking plenty of fluids. And I said, well, right now my water tastes like dirt and, uh, I don't get paid till Friday. I need to get a new whole house water filtration system. I had two of them, but the algae made me think that it was something was wrong with my other one. And so I went and got a new one and he's like, oh, yeah, well, you need to drink as much water as you can get your hands on. He's like, you know, flush out your system. And he goes, well, we'll try again in a month. And he goes, hopefully, he goes, if you go on the trend you're doing right now, you know, in a month from now, you'll you'll be in good shape. And I was like, okay. <laughs> so that's, yeah. what I, that's what I'm hoping for in a month. But, no, ha- hands down, uh, Homewood Suites, um, Hilton has always been great. And all, mm-hmm. all of the Hiltons that we've gone to, all the Hilton families yep. of hotels have been absolutely great and it's it's when you tell them you're a trucker you know first they're they're treating you nice then you sit there and and what people just don't get you put twenty dollars or you put forty dollars depending on how long you're gonna stay you put that on that front desk man it is worth it every time Mm -hmm. how many extra pillows did we get so many how many towels they brought (laughs) up our towels right they brought up a carton like take however many you want right 
Housekeeping, we always tip housekeeping whenever mm-hmm. we know that we're going to leave any kind and of mess. I always clean up after ourselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't. But that's yeah. not my job. My, you know, just so everybody understands, like, you know, Nikki and I have this great, like, we're better out on the road than we are at home. Just, just going to say it honestly. Because we go out on the road and I'm like, hey, we're going to need fuel and blah. And so she gets on, she immediately gets onto, you know, uh, the truckers apps and she finds who's got the cheapest fuel for where we want to be. Mm-hmm. And she's like, hey, do you want to eat anything when we're there? I'm like, you know, I'm thinking blah, blah, blah. And she's like, okay, well, this place has such and such a restaurant or we look for a Chester's or if we're way East Coast. Oh, I remember Royal Farms. Uh Oh, gosh. I was talking yesterday about that. Or, yeah, because yesterday was – or was that this morning? I always – they get mixed up. Anyways, um, national for – national. oh, no, it was yesterday. So it was National uh, Fried Chicken Day. And uh, and so it was like – Oh, no, that was today with Tabby. Gosh darn it. Oh, well. So, like I said, sometimes we record them the night before, and it's just because getting up at 4 o'clock in the morning it just yeah. isn't really the thing. Anyways, but I was talking about Royal Farms when we went to yeah. New England. I was talking about that and Wawa, or Wawa, Wawa? Wawa. Wawa sandwiches and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, the Wawa sandwiches were okay, but the Royal Farms chicken. Yeah, no, we, we went, made it like a whole mission mm-hmm. one of the times. It started one of the times when we were out. I think we stopped... No, it was a crispy chicken was the first place that we went to. Yeah. And then um, pretty soon after that, the chicken sandwich craze picked up in all the fast food restaurants. Mm-hmm. And so we made it like our life's mission to figure out which fast food fried chicken place was the best. Yep. And, you know, Chester's is good when it's fresh and it's there. Yeah. But Royal Farms, they don't cook your chicken until you're ordering it. Yeah. So you're there for 15 minutes, but... Mm-hmm. So Royal Farms, hands down. And again, the customer service there. The people there yeah. were extremely nice. They're like, we're, we asked them, we didn't know how to do it. We're like, hey, we've never been here before. No problem. We, we do is we print up the ticket, and then you go ahead and go up front and pay for it. We'll call your name as soon as it's ready. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay. And, yeah, they took care of it. They were there. The people were awesome. And we have had places where, you know, literally the customer service was like, wow, we're never coming back here. Yeah. You know, and there's there's been a couple of those little restaurants. Oh, yeah, there was the, I want to say it was upstate New York. Hmm. <sighs> we went to that little, uh, the, it was, it was the one that was attached to a hotel. It was not great. It was. The little American, yeah. American style place? Yeah, it was yeah, American Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, and it was just, and we were like, wow. Yeah, it, it wasn't great. It had great reviews. Mm-hmm, which we don't understand that. It had to yeah. be Uber Eats. <laughs> also, all we could think of was it was it had to be Uber Eats, because nobody who was sitting in that place would have called it great. Yeah. It had that old oil smell with Pine Sol generic cleaner. Yeah. And it was like, ugh. And I, I made the mistake of going to the bathroom in that one. <laughs> And it was like, I walked back in the bathroom and I was like, as I was walking out, the roaches were like, turn off the lights. Like, sorry. And they're like, no big deal. We're trying to conserve energy. So what was, what was that hotel that we went to? The murder hotel. Oh yeah. (coughs) Oh God. Oh man. Where was that? Was that, that was like New Mexico. Wasn't it? It was, it was somewhere down there. Yeah. It was New Mexico right off the freeway. Cinder block walls. Yeah, that was what I remember. It was cinder block wall, and it was supposed. It was like supposed what was to be. That, what I, was that hotel? I don't remember. It was one of the. It was one of the real cheap ones. Yeah, we but were it was. It was also a motel. Yeah, that was, that it was, was a motel. Thing. We were struggling that week. Had God. to, had to pull this little sketchy looking motel. Mm-hmm. 
And oh man, that was and we got one of the very few empty rooms. Yeah. And uh it was a very beaten up room. There yeah. were yes, there were cinder block walls. It was very cold. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, the heater didn't work. Yeah, it was very obvious that someone got curb stomped on the That's bathroom, right. on the tub in the bathroom. On the tub, yeah, because it literally was, had the freaking outline right yeah, there on the steel outline, tub. The the walls and the blood had... There was blood well, on the damn The walls wall. and the floor yeah. had uh, blood stains Dry on them. Dry blood on them. Yeah, yeah, there was literally a murder motel. So that was a very comfortable sleep. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. yeah. Didn't you say that, like, someone was outside of our room in the middle of the night yeah. that night? Yeah, and I freaking scared the crap out of them. They were right in front of, front of our room, and I smacked the door thinking I was going to wake you up. You didn't wake up, but they freaking booked because I, I forearmed the door. Steel doors, yeah. by the way. God, so steel doors. They were steel doors, and it was like, and, and they had no freaking peepholes, right? Yeah. It was there, there was, and the window that you have that faces out front definitely not secure it's, yeah. and it wasn't even a window unit ac it was like just stuck up to the freaking uh the cinder block wall yeah it was like there was just nothing well, that was the only about place this. that we oh. have ever been to yeah, where we, we we couldn't leave the truck idling uh, i remember that that was when yeah. we had we had the freight liner it was when we had one of those stupid freight liners mm-hmm. and we couldn't leave it idling so yeah when we first started it uh the company yeah, oh, that's right. No, that was, was that horrible. was the only place that we ever went to mm-hmm. where we walked inside of the room and it was genuinely a debate on whether or not we were going to just stay in the truck and yep. suffer. Yep. You're talking about going right back out in the truck, leaving the engine off and just sleeping out in the truck because it was just it was horrible. Yeah. So, and you know, and there's places that I expect not great customer service. Mhm. This is a like this today. This is a brand new restaurant. Yeah, you it's a brand new restaurant in a place that has had three places prior to it yeah. fail, and it's going down the same oh, line. It's gonna fail. Do they still have yep. the? They still have Froyo? Oh yeah, yeah, and they have. Okay, so they have Froyo. It is uh, still by the pound. Okay. Okay, and they have li- little sauce containers mm-hmm. with toppings in it. That's it. It mm. just, just, just. I just so. This place needs to close. Want a decent froyo place out mm-hmm. here again. Yeah, because it's a very nice treat to have. Sometimes it is. It's and it's and you know there are people who are like, uh, frozen yogurt for people who you know feel guilty about eating ice cream but want to feel a little less guilty. No, I genuinely like frozen yogurt when I'm yeah. in the mood for frozen yogurt. But it's like and it's sad because you know dips couldn't make it or, or uh, yeah dips couldn't yeah. make it. Sips sips is still there and running strong. Dips but just. It, they, they, it was a good idea in theory, just yeah. the way they went about it. Yeah, no, and and even now, like, and this is something that you know, I'm I've been watching them carefully. I know they're struggling right now. Sips. Yep. And uh, <sighs> you know, uh, let's do this because come on. I know that they're struggling right now, and this is part of the reason that they're struggling right now is that they're not showing up on anybody's feeds anymore. So, and that's what Facebook does. Yeah. Facebook, literally, after a while, we're like, okay, you can pay for it. But look, 4th of July, they had eight interactions yeah. on their freaking post. Right? Look, Dollar Tea Day. See, I never, no, I never no, saw no, no, the, the drink of the month post. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There we go. And so, Sips in uh, Palestine. 
It's July's drink of the month. Who doesn't love? It's got to be cherry limeade, isn't it? Uh, let's see. Blue raspberry, pina colada, and strawberry with blueberry boba topped with coconut milk. See, that sounds See, that's, good. that's the... What is that one? That's the... Sparkler. The sparkler. So they have the sparkler and the cherry bomb. Wait, no. that That's the... Oh, no, that is the sparkler. Yeah, I think the, sparkler. the pictures are swapped. Yeah, I think they're backwards. The, the cherry bomb, cherry blue coconut and vanilla with cherry bobas topped with no, coconut milk. No, they're saying that that's it. That's weird. The Colors blue one yeah. is the cherry bomb and so the red one is the sparkler. Cherry, blue coconut and vanilla with cherry bobas topped with coconut milk. Uh, it actually sounds really good. Maybe we should no, just... They, yeah. they both sound good. I'm mad about mm-hmm. the names. Thrifty Thursday, 5% <laughs> off today. That's... We don't forget we deliver. Yeah, look at look, there are no engagements. They yeah. need, there look, there's no likes on this from last Thursday. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, I we hope, need to I hope that they're no, able to stay. I think we need to go there. I think oh no. Oh, the suffering. Dang. I know. Shucks. Okay. See look like I'm looking at the drinks and stuff like this. But the people there are always nice. And we uh-huh. and I do tip them. I do tip them because I know that the staff there relies on tips, right? Yeah. Like I'm, I'm like I, I do tip them, and so, it, and but at the same time, I don't feel like we should have to tip them. I choose to tip them mm-hmm. because the extra service. But like this place that I went to, no, it was like Subway sandwich. Somebody making me a sandwich or somebody making me a burger. Just because I see you making my food doesn't mean that I'm yeah. gonna owe you money for it. So this guy who got fired, I'm like glad he got fired. I was like, oh, your your day's do- your day's over. And sure enough, DoorDash uh, put out an announcement. They fired the guy. Yeah, and I was like, good. They should have like that was absolutely ridiculous. You know, it's like anybody. And, and the thing is, they were trying to hire uh, hide it. But yeah, there it is right there. DoorDash fires Texas delivery, Texas delivery driver who swore at female customer for giving him a 25 percent tip on a 20 dollar pizza after he suggested that someone living in a half a million dollar home could afford more. DoorDash has fired one of their one of their drivers in Texas after he swore at a woman and her doorstep and she gave him a 25% tip on a $20 delivery. So he got five bucks, right? Lacey Percival, 38 years old, was left stunned after Corey, the worker, suggested someone living in a $500,000 home like herself should have been more generous. He's now been dropped by DoorDash. Instead of getting, you know, aggressive in person, per, uh, in person, Percival graciously thanked Corey and told him, you're welcome, before closing the door. To which, by the way, it's not in the article, but he, as she closed the door, he literally said, fuck you. You know, and it was like, whoa, dude. Okay. In the video captured by the family's uh, Vivint camera, okay, in, in Kemper, Texas, the, the mom of two answered the door as her dog ran out to greet the delivery diver. The man wearing khaki shorts, a dark T-shirt, pulled out the box and the and handed it to the woman who said thank you. By the way, watch it. He basically almost dropped it. He turned the thing almost 90 yeah. degrees anyways and literally sat there. And he goes, and he goes, Hey, you know, she goes, thank She goes, thank you. And he goes, oh, you're welcome. Um, I just want to say nice house for a $5 tip. And it was like on a $20 order, you know, and again, for any of you who are choosing DoorDash, Uber Eats or any, you know, um, any of these, listen, you don't have a say. If you don't like what you're getting paid mm-hmm. by the people who are there, don't take the order. He could have turned down that order. Yeah. You saw a $20 order with a $5 tip and then you had to choose to be a dill all about it? No. Yeah. No, this is but this is also why I tell you guys it's like mm, you don't want to work in restaurants. <laughs> right? Yeah. So it's like mm, I don't know. 
But uh, I, I'm just curious what other people have had. You know, let us know. Oh, yeah, I don't know if you heard about this. And I know you probably don't actually care about this as much as I do. But finally, um, One Love. I watched the trailer on this today. It's a Bob Marley mo uh, movie coming out. Oh. Now, I don't know if you know the story of Bob Marley, but his actual life. Mm -mm. It's impressive. The man literally grew up in, in, in a hard way, in a horrible place during, during just horrible unrest, right? And just pushed out a message of peace and wouldn't and died pushing out a message of peace. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like it's just it's incredible. And then Insidious is out today, right? Is it? I thought it was. Yeah, today. Oh my I god! I think. Let's find out. I I I forget lunch. I will go see that movie instead. You know, I'm not against that as long as I don't have to don't buy play with me. A ridiculous. Let's see. Yeah, it's out right now. Oh my yep. god! Let's go right now. Um, Stop the recording. All right, we'll right see now. you guys later. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so serious. No, because no. we have to watch all the first, the other ones. Yeah, first. no, 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 no. We'll we'll sit down and go 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 watching them. And and I was trying not to spoiler it, but I just saw who was there on the cast. Damn it! Ah, okay. Well, I'm glad so, I didn't. Yeah, I'm glad. So I'll just mad. close that tab out really quick. All right. So, but Anna's also 17 now. Uh huh. So she should be able to get us tickets. I thought she was. She was able to. No, she wasn't able to get them for Rated R because she was 16. Oh, for Rated R. Okay, yeah. you did not clarify I'm that. I'm sorry. Yeah, so, no, no. That so. makes more sense. Okay. So we have that that's going on. And then, you know, just, there's, like, just, I was going through stuff and I was like, what the heck? So, like, this one. Have you heard about this at all? California man gets prison for nearly $9 million phony cow manure to green energy investment scheme. No? No. Okay. I don't <clears throat> do news. All right. So in Fresno, California, there uh, a California man is is going to prison for running a cow dung to green energy scheme that authorities say was a dad joke, a load of manure. Uh. <laughs> Ray Brewer, 66 of Porterville, was sentenced on Monday to six years and nine months in federal prison in a long in in a years long scam that built investors out of eight point seven five million dollars, according to a statement <laughs> from the U.S.'s uh, U.S. Attorney's Office. Brewer ran a scheme from 2014 to 2019 in which he claimed to be building an anaerobic di uh, digest uh, building anaerobic digesters at dairies in California's Fresno, Kern, Kings and Tulare counties and in Idaho. Prosecutors say um, anaerobic digesters use my anaerobic digesters, quote, use microorganisms to break down biodegradable materials and turn them into methane that can that and that methane can then be sold and you use that um, also provide the producers with renewable energy credits for producing green energy, the statement said. Brewer told invest investors that he could turn cow manure into methane while they would receive 66% of net profits and tax incentives, federal prosecutors claim. Brewer took investors on tours of dairies where he allegedly planned to build the digesters and claimed to have raised millions of dollars for the work. He sent them forged lease agreements with dairy owners, fake uh -huh. loan agreements with banks, phony contracts with multinational companies, and bogus pictures of the machines under construction, prosecutors said. The investors, uh, the investors' money went into several different bank accounts, and Brewer spent it on himself, buying up land, a custom home, a new Dodge Ram, uh, pickup trucks, authorities said. <laughs> he also kept his investors up to date on the non-existent construction with fake schedules, invoices, power generation reports, and pictures, authorities said. 
Brewer also refu- uh, Brewer also refunded money to some investors using money obtained from other investors. When inv- when investors found out that they had been bilked, some won lawsuits against against him. But Brewer moved to Sheridan, Montana, and assumed a new a new identity before he was finally arrested. The U.S. attorney said. So, basically, a load of BS, and it shows crazy. like this guy wasn't just like. Like, okay, there's some people that I'm, I'm going to say are, are what I call uh, un, unwanted um, con artists. Like, they believe the crap that they're selling, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like, you see these guys with these ion, uh, negatively ion-charged bracelets, oh. you know, magnetic brace, copper, you know, ankle things and clothing and, yet and all this different stuff because they believe that crap, right? People believe in that stupid stuff. And so yeah. those are – but this guy straight out – was you know yeah he was forging documents bank statements all this other stuff like there's no out for this guy it's like just absolutely insane i mean the dedication is impressive Mm Mm-hmm. oh yeah yeah no i don't get me wrong the guy was like (laughs) doing everything he could you know but eight and three quarters almost nine million dollars Yeah, that's crazy and it just shows that people were like yeah that sounds great anaerobics you know and, and utilizing that to make methane now don't get me wrong i happen to know for a fact that you actually do and can produce methane through an anaerobic reaction with with when it comes to steer manure and things like that but not to any kind of level where it's going to make sense your best bet to honestly would be to burn the cow poo but you have to find a place where you can burn it that nobody's going to be mad that you're burning it, right? Because it is a fuel. Because cows have uh, they have such poor digestive systems that you know they they just you you can literally burn it and it's like and it's used for like um, what's it called um, kindling all the time. You can use it huh. as a fire starter. Which one are you looking at? The pigs. Oh, pigs loose on the metro highway? Yeah, so this was in Minnesota. I'll read this one. Go go for it. Lay down. Okay. Pigs run loose on a metro highway after a semi-truck tips over in Minnesota. (sighs) Little Canada, Minnesota. Pigs ran loose on the metro highway after a semi-trailer truck that was carrying 50 hogs overturned, causing an hours-long shutdown on (laughs) on Friday morning. In Minnesota on Interstate 694, state troopers tried to corral several loose pigs that cameras showed running through the traffic, the Star Tribune reported. The truck tipped over around 7.35 a.m. and caused morning rush hour traffic to back up for more than a mile. Minnesota Department of Transportation cameras showed a whole bunch of this video. The truck driver was not hurt, according uh, according to Lieutenant Gordon Shank with the Minnesota State Patrol. Ten pigs did, however, die in the crash. So authorities rounded up the pigs, some of which were injured, obviously. Yeah. Um, And investigators are looking to what caused the semi to tip onto its side as it it navigated the curve on I-694 where it joins joins with northbound Interstate 35 East, which is, by the way, it's the, that's one of the interstates that you take to get here. So um, that's kind of cool. So nearly five years ago, more than 20 pigs spilled onto the roads in a rural part, uh, per- rural part of the state after a semi-truck overturned at a highway interchange near Mankato. After 90 pigs had been, been in the livestock trailer and some of them died also. 
um, the driver suffered minor injuries. And last year, <laughs> so we're not done, Gosh. on Pennsylvania Highway, several monkeys escaped. <gasps> When a truck that was towing a trailer of 100 monkeys oh collided with a dump truck. And uh, and the truck had been on its way to a lab. So these were lab testing monkeys. They got all of them. Um, well, let's find out. One of four crates holding live monkeys are collected next. Okay, so this Danville. So this is January 22nd. Uh, the last of the escaped monkeys from a crash truck towing a trailer load of 100 of the animals was accounted for by late Saturday. A... Day after the the pickup collided with the dump truck. So they got them within 24 hours. That's yeah. pretty good. Several monkeys had escaped <laughs> following Friday's collisions. But again, look, it's snowy out there. It's a desolate desert, you know, deserted road with a bunch of dead trees. Tell me that does not scream Jumanji if you're just walking there yeah. and suddenly just see a bunch of monkeys running, flying by you or whatever, right? Yeah. So, so yeah, these lab monkeys were there. This wasn't a, a normal tractor trailer, by the way. This is definitely... A, a fifth wheel trailer, meaning this is a hot shot, and the hot shot lost control, smacked into a you know a dump truck, and yeah, the monkeys got out. So kind of fun stuff going on. I I love our country. It's never <laughs> it is never boring. So um, I was looking for the one that I had. There's a uh, one that there, where is it? There we go. And this one was great. Maine woman punches a bear that chased, <gasps> chased her dog and ended up with stitches. Oh, and this, is, this happened on June 30th. A Maine woman was bitten by a bear in her backyard <laughs> while defending her pet dog, necessitating a trip to the hospital for stitches, officials said on Friday. Lynn Kelly, 64, is a badass. That's all I'm going to say there. Was tending, her, tending to her garden in Porter when her dog took off into the woods, barking at something on Friday. In short order, the dog was racing back to the yard. Oh crap! Oh crap! Oh crap! Oh crap! And a black with a black bear in hot pursuit. Said Mark Laddie, a spokesperson for the Maine Department of Inland Fisheries and Wildlife. Kelly stood and made herself appear large, which is what's recommended when having a black bear encounter. But instead of slowing the retreating, she proceeded to confront the bear, which is not recommended. The, the bear briefly latched onto Kelly's wrist after she punched the animal in the nose, and she received stitches for the wound at Memorial Hospital in North Conway, New Hampshire, he said. It's rare for someone to be bitten by a bear in Maine, even though the state has one of the largest black bear populations in the eastern sea, on the eastern seaboard, Laddie said. Encounters with bears have been reduced by removing or securing bird feeders, garbage, pet food, and other things that basically get bears' attention. But I understand this woman, and this yeah. woman gets my respect in a big way. Like, holy crud. Have you, have you ever seen the, the video of the guy that started boxing with a kangaroo because he had his dog in a chokehold? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, that, no. That video is great. Yeah. No, no. Was, let me, yeah, that was... Uh, man <laughs> yeah. boxes kangaroo there it is. To, to save, save dog. dog there we go so on youtube there you go if you want to see this literally guys comes out he looks like a chad the guy looks like a chad don't get me wrong the guy is like sitting there he's got the timberland boots on the flannel <laughs> the cap turned backwards and you know his his flannel is a flannel hoodie that he's got all the way down mm -hmm. but uh yeah sure enough you know no if you haven't seen this video yeah literally i'm not joking there is a kangaroo in this guy's yard mm -hmm. that has his dog in a chokehold. Yep. And he runs up to go save Clock. his dog and <laughs> squares up and decks this kangaroo in the face before leaving. Yeah, look at that. Look, kangaroo's flexing on him. The kangaroo's like full on flexing. Like, but he does. He just runs up, 
Kangaroo's like, what? What you want? Let, let, let's, let's the dog go. He's like, oh, crap. And goes for the guy. Gets closer. Guy, clink. Kangaroo's like, what? And then look yeah, at him. Yeah, he just stands he there. Just, he starts getting all flexing up. He's like, what do I do now? Yeah, because the dog's still there. Yeah. So and he's like, uh. So, yeah. That's just it's hilarious. That's, that's incredible right there. Like, you got to. But, yeah, I get it because I'll tell no, you straight I would, out. I absolutely would 100%, do the same thing. Any of our dogs, any of our animals, I would be the one yep. that's, like, sitting there. But, look, he squares up and hits. And what a weak – the kangaroo, I, I don't know. I don't know if kangaroos are, like, built better or built different, but that was a weak punch. I'm just going to tell the guy, you don't don't think you were a badass. You were a badass that you were willing to do it, but, man, you just didn't look <laughs> – you just didn't look like it. <laughs> like, like that's that's where that is. So – and then, oh man, see, look at these. I, I, I dig these hover things that these people have. That one's fake. That one's literally that's it's it's a radio controlled airplane with a paper mache person around it. So well, I figured that he didn't just throw a entire person into the air. Right, and some of these things, it's like okay, people, like you didn't need to do this. And then, oh, and then one of the things I want to talk about is people were like, oh, that was so stupid for the people in Titan who imploded. Um, what? what? What are you talking about? The the Titan uh, thing that went down to look at the Titanic. The submarine. The submarine, yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> Can't well, just say are, the people Titan. Are, people are just like, oh, yeah, what were they thinking going down that thing? I, you know, I went and looked it up. That thing, the Titan had over, like, 200 test dives, like, of various lengths and times mm-hmm. and everything. So it had been tested yeah. rigorously before this catastrophic failure. Um, what I found interesting was I've been watching – and uh, international news, and, I, and I'm going to do a little more digging on it, but something's catching me um, strange. There's a lot of billionaires dying right now. Hmm. There's a lot of billionaires dying in accidents, robberies, all of these things that are going on where billionaires are just dying. Yeah. And it's it's got me turning my head. Like... One or two, you're like, okay, because there's only a couple thousand billionaires in the entire world, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like, but but it's, go look it up, billionaire dies, you know, or billionaire deaths. And, uh, you know, it starts to get kind of uh, weird, you know. So, I'm I'm just... Like, okay, of the 287, I'll just, I'll just read this really quick. This is off Forbes. It says, of the 287 uh, people who fell off of Forbes' world, world billionaires list in 2023, mm-hmm. 29 lost their spots in the ranks because they died over the past year. Dang. So we're talking about 10% of the people who are billionaires yeah. died this last year. And, by the way, this was written in April, so this doesn't even count mm. Titan or the other accident that just happened. Um, and, you know, but I'm sure, let's see, April. So that would that would count it because there were crypto billionaires who had, uh, you know, and this one was kept really quiet. This was back in January. Yes. Okay. Crypto billionaires, back-to-back deaths, spark wild theories among the community. What sparks wild theories to me about this is that nobody was actually talking about this. Anything that you find these things, they're, they're, in weird places before crypto uh, crypto billionaires uh, dead in the span of just a month just before and during the FTX which was the big one recent mm-hmm. one um, collapse so but nobody's talking about all this stuff all these people are just dying yeah so you read the first sentence of that uh uh-uh, what is it where 
right literally here. the first sentence this one yeah it says the spiral started towards the end of October 2022 when Nikolai Mushigan, I'm not even going to try it, co-founder of MakerDAO was found dead on a Puerto Rican beach just hours after tweeting that intelligence agencies were after him. See, the next billionaire to perish was broker <laughs> Javier. I didn't even go that far. Like, look at this. Okay, the next billionaire to perish was was broker Javier Biosca. Biosca who was found dead on November 22nd in uh, Estepona, Estepona, Spain. At the time, Biosca was under was being investigated by the biggest cryptocurrency for the biggest cryptocurrency fraud in Spain. See, yeah, these just all these billionaire deaths, mm -hmm. right? Just uh, I, I'm just there's things that are just getting kind of and let's see is this one where's the newest I was trying to find where the newest one is but suspicious deaths five crypto billionaires okay let's see um, oh Thomas Lee that's right that was another one who um he here this guy right here uh yeah. Let's see. So he did a lot of leveraging work. So according, okay, let's take a look. Come here. Speak a sentence. Sorry. In the <laughs> statement, Thomas H. Lee's family said that they were extremely saddened by the 78-year-old's death. Uh, the New York Post, Post reports that he died from a self-inflicted gunshot oh. wound in his Manhattan office. And I have problems with some of these when it's like self-inflicted. It's like if he did, then I, I feel for the guy because, you know. Yeah. But he doesn't look like like there's always that kind of the eyes that I've always felt with people, but mm. let's see. And let's see. He's pronounced dead at the scene. Okay. And, but you know, when you sit and you listen about all of these people, mm -hmm. I'm just 10%, no matter what you look at, 10% died in one year. Yeah. That's, that's nuts. 10% of any number. Yeah. Is, is, is huge. So, and, and yeah, when you look at it, there are 2,640 billionaires in the world as of May 2023, right? So, yeah, that's nuts. Just, and when you sit there and you hear about these people, hedge fund moguls, and some of these guys, don't get me wrong, some of these guys, okay, yeah, you're, you're kind of in the old side of it, but, yeah, but like, then you sit there and go, okay, when you find out how they die, some of these, and you just go, that's just weird. So, let's see, net worth at time of death, and you go through them. Um, took over his family business. My gosh, that guy's just creepy. Oh. What the heck? He looks like, oh my God, he looks like he's making a joke picture. Like yeah. when they do those profile pictures where you're doing that half look, and then you should have the other picture of you facing straight on. You know, oh, yeah. those kinds of school pictures that everybody had at some point. So I never did those. Yeah, I, I think I don't know if we did. No, but my mom, I know like, OK, I know the generation before me did them. Okay. Like that was that was the big thing for it. So, but yeah, like, OK, look, this guy died March 20, uh, March 2022 at 91. Yeah, 91. He's good. You know, like there, there you go right there. But. When you look at some of them, you're like, okay, that's that's a good-looking guy at 78. Mm -hmm. Come on, brother. So, but, you know, I okay, so some, some of them are old, but just, like, 
back to back on the crypto and then the guy that killed on the beach and then you have you yeah. know the the guys that were all billionaires that were in the titan mm -hmm. including somebody who was supposed to be on there and didn't go yeah man that's just that's a creepy thing right there so you know but it is what it is i just you know i don't know i i look at where we're at in the world and i'm just like you know i think people just need to work really hard <laughs> on just getting back to a place of humanity that guy should have you know th this pizza guy if you're ever if you're listening to this you got exactly what you deserved 100 mm percent -hmm. to our guys cameron and you, you guys out out there in east rutherford and new jersey yeah. you guys were amazing we missed the tar out of you so we know you won't be there if we go back but we may just go back just to see if you're there I hope, so, I hope you're not there. I Yeah, I genuinely hope you're not there, but it would be awesome if you were just visiting yeah. there when we showed up, right? Or if somebody you knew worked there and was like, wait a second, aren't you Mr. Joey? Yeah. yeah. I'd probably cry. Oh, yeah, because we, we loved it out there. It was Honestly, it was some of our best times, and, and I miss mm -hmm. it. I think we just need to work on getting out. Amy could probably use the break anyways. And then you and I just get out for a week and go for a run. Maybe. Hmm. Yeah, I just got so much work I'm doing now. So yeah, uh, no, it's just it's just a lot. It is, but you know. With that said, we're we're gonna we're gonna call this good for Thursday. It's already late, so thank you guys so much for bearing with us while we got this one out. And we'll see you tomorrow morning. And tomorrow morning uh, will be our Friday, and we'll be uh, talking about our our national days as well as uh, some upcoming plans that we have going and. Uh, You'll know if Nikki and I watched Insidious or not, cause, yeah. <laughs> or if we have the plans for it. So anyway, with that said, I've been Joey. I've been Nikki. And peace out with your peace out. Bye.